human beings. Do you have any idea the amount of shit that's in their DNA? Higher rates of cancer, muscular dystrophy, MS, SLS, substandard IQ, criminal tendencies, sexual deviances. It's all there. The screening shows it. Is that what you want for the next generation? Don't feel bad about doing your job. The villagers won't do it. The folks back home won't do it. They don't have mass. Mass lets you do it. Welcome to a Myths and Men podcast, recorded live in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show, you enjoy candid conversations for men, by men, about men's issues with an amazing twist. By exploring the arts, music, games, and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is of Myths and Men. Welcome, welcome, come one, come all. Good morning. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this is of Myths and Men. So how do you like this uh, introduction? Man, it's, uh, it's, 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 got, it's got the people guessing, I'm hoping. I'm right, hoping they're wondering, right. like, what the hell is going on right, right now? Right, like, yeah, it's a little bit scary there. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, for those of you that may not be familiar with that scene, that is a scene from a TV show called Black Mirror. It's a Netflix original. Um, that's uh, this particular episode is called Men Against Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and Black Mirror itself is a great TV show. Um, it's it's psychological. It's like a modern day uh, Twilight Zone for those of you that are familiar with Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, you have to be a certain age. I think. Well, thank you. You just had to remind me of that, right? <laughs> hey, I mean, I okay. know about it too. Do so, do 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 do. I love it. that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so it's it's. I mean, it's about science. It's about technology. It's about all kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend it. Some of the episodes are depressing. My wife only watched the first, the second episode and couldn't do it anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, first season. Oh, was, that's Second that's episode, sad. she stopped. That was it for her. Oh. She went to bed depressed and had nightmares. Oh, no, 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 no. But that's not good. But it's good stuff. I mean, I think it's enlightening. It's awakening, you know what I mean? It's like Matrix TV, you know? I like those sorts of programs, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they deal with the mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's our big thing is that we, we try to understand, you know, how people think or feel. Yeah. Yeah. And so those sorts of shows that kind of make you think one way and you mm-hmm. think you're going in one direction yeah. and you're actually going in the other direction. It's Absolutely. really it's really cool. Yeah. And I think that's what's great about this show. It's like there's so many twists and turns. The writers are amazing. Uh, I mean, it's just the stuff that it talks about is it's so modern. You know what I mean? It's it's right. It's 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 pretty good. So um, if you haven't seen it, guys, um, you know, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix original, it's isn't one, it? Yeah, so if I'm not mistaken, yep. It's, it's one of one yep. of those. So yep. um, it might be interesting, but but obviously, if you're not in a good state of mind <laughs> uh, and you and it bothers you too much, right, turn right, it off. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of reality. Yeah, yeah in there. go out, walk among the trees. That's it. Right. Yep. And there's plenty of material for us. So hopefully, you know, we'll find other episodes that we find worth talking about. But it's definitely plenty of material in it. All right, well, I'll give you the backdrop of this episode. So basically, there's a young man who goes off to the Army. Um, He's going off to war, um, and he's led to believe that there are a group of uh, what they call roaches that are out uh, ransacking and causing disease and spreading uh, just all kind of nastiness uh, in the world. 
And really? It's, yeah, it's his wow. job as a uh, army personnel to go out and arrest and capture those that are complicit in uh, hiding them or to capture the, you know, if they'll be captured, to capture the roaches themselves or to kill them, uh, they, they have the green light to do that. Mm. Um, and so this episode, you see the tension of once he becomes aware that these roaches are actually people and that the chip that he has inside his head that allows him to shoot well, to aim better, to be more physically fit, to to follow orders, uh, it becomes compromised. And when he starts to see the roaches for the, for as actually human beings, um, he has a ethical and, and moral dilemma to either continue to kill them or to protect them because he has come to the truth. So they're not bugs. Not real bugs at all. And you don't get out the raid. And you don't get out the raid. They got and the they glue got traps for raid. and everything yeah. like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So 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 this is this is I think really fascinating because we don't realize that in America and and I think in other places too. But you know you know where we live and and where we are. Um, we're influenced so much by the daily news and the propaganda that kind of we're given either for good or, or, or not so good. You know, mm-hmm. we're hit by advertising all day. Yeah. Um, now they want to open up the Internet so that, you know, um, as we're browsing, uh, you know, if we're on um, our favorite store mm-hmm. site, that we're going to get all those advertising, wow. you know, everywhere we go. Jeez. You know, we're going to get hit hit by it so you know it's we're constantly being uh bombarded Mm -hmm. uh by different images and and you know and those images really do psychologically condition us to believe or think in a certain way so so i think this show is fascinating this particular episode because it really does expose what um psychological conditioning does to Mm, people yeah yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think they use technology as a way of kind of uh, substituting, you know, I mean, as far as the technology in this military yes. uh, uh, programming, mm-hmm. right? Mask. Mask, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they use it to substitute what we're getting every day, which is advertising right. or right. or um, news slanted one way or another, mm-hmm. uh, information that's constantly bombarding us. And Fake news, alternative facts. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to live in an alternative universe, right. you know. Yeah. So, so I think it's so important to ask ourselves, what is it that we really believe, mm-hmm. and why do we believe it? I think when I work with men, and I see something, I spot something in, in their belief system that doesn't quite resonate or doesn't quite work for them. I ask them, you know, hey, so let's let's isolate this belief. Mm-hmm what is it that you're believing right now? You know, what is that belief? And then they may make a statement, you know, and then I'll say, well, why do you believe it? And, 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 you know, it's kind of like a long pause. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, why do I believe this? Mm -hmm. Where did I get this information? Mm -hmm. Um, And so programming is a part of our lives. We, we can't escape it necessarily, but we can certainly uh, look at it, expose it, turn it around and then change it if we need to. I mean, that's, I think that's why we do the work that we do is that sometimes just reframing things really helps. Right. So I think it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because is it only when you are in a setting where you coming to figure out what's, what's happening in your life that you have this epiphany that, Oh, well, I shouldn't even say that because you're someone that's going to challenge guys to think about their beliefs, to think about right. uh, the things that they bring to the room, right? But 
a lot of guys, I would venture to say, don't have that same type of thing that's happening outside of the room, right? Right. And so if people don't come to see you and potentially me, I think I start adding that to my repertoire too. When do they get challenged with the idea of, hey, you have these ideas and these beliefs, but they're probably not rooted in the truth. Um, or there's maybe a little bit of truth and a lot of bit of assumption. Um, and how do we challenge that? You know, and I think that's a big piece and a big part of the stuff that we do, the stuff that we're talking about, why this podcast exists to get men to think beyond, to see beyond their nose, as they say. Do they say that? Where are you from? Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, I, yeah I like that. You know, to, 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 to think. Right. Um, and to uh, expand their horizons of sorts. Um, and I think this is important. I think what you're hitting on, it kind of resonated with me. Um, I'm, I'm kind of in a phase now of reading social psychology and looking at social psychology and everything that you said is a part of social psychology. You know, social psychology is the field where you study people's social surroundings, their upbringing, their families of origin, and you see uh, how society from the small intimate family section uh, structure to the uh, world at large affects how they think um, and, and, you know, how they perceive the world. And so part of that is uh, they look at aggression. They look at how you come to love people. They look at um, the influences of mass media and propaganda and how you develop biases and how you develop prejudices and, and stereotyping. And they, they so in social psychology, stereotyping isn't always a bad thing because at some point in time, our ancestors needed it to survive, right? Like, hey, you're from a different tribe. You look different. You walk different. You speak different language. You might be dangerous, so I need to watch myself to make sure right. that you don't eradicate me. Right, right. right. Uh, the problem becomes um, when those prejudices um, become stereotypes and they hold so fast to where every person that you meet, regardless of any interaction you have with them, you stereotype them in a certain way that's negative. You don't allow that person to have their own type of influence on you or effect on you, mm. right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, um, and it's. I think the idea that it's hard to get out of that stuff because, like you said, with this program, with mass, it's it's like mass media, but it's in your head and it's a chip and it's an implant. So, like you said, they can bypass all the years and years and years of uh, conditioning right. Right, via television and movies and all the stuff that we get and just put a chip in your head. And now right. you just automatically hate these people. And on top of that, you see them differently. You don't even see them as humans. Like, it masks your ability to see them for who they are. Right. I mean— I guess when I was watching the show at first mm-hmm. and you know, I had not, I just turned it on, watched it. And at the beginning I was thinking, well, they're talking about roaches. So I'm thinking this is a, <laughs> this is about real bugs. Right. You know, I, you know, do you remember that, um, that movie yep. way back when, what was yep. it called? Uh, uh, man, you meant every time that happens, uh, clock, no invasion. Uh, it was the planet in the bugs. Want to know more? That was the big thing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was all about the military. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they had um, like three or four of them. Oh, oh, uh, I'm going to really regret this yeah. now, but anyways, Jeez. Okay. it'll come to us. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, uh, I was thinking like, there's going to be some real bugs here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, this is a, this is not going to be fun. I'm, <laughs> I, I hate roaches as it is. Right? right. And we'll have to talk about that in a minute, but, okay. but you know, so, um, and then when when I saw these people, these creatures, because mm-hmm. that's the way he saw them as yeah. creatures, yeah. right? I was like, oh my god, they're kind of scary looking, and you know, and of course you'd shoot at them. Right. Why not? Right. Right. right, right. Like who would who would have to sec- give a second thought to yeah. that? Right. Yeah, like, yeah. go they, ahead, blast they, them. They right. Shriek. They look like. Uh, what's the dude from uh uh. Uh, your boy with the with the wand and the glasses, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. What's the guy with the that looks like the glob with the face and the, uh, he looks just like the roaches? Is it plain white face? I don't even know if he has a nose. 
Um, Voldemort? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get into the, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. They look it like was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little right. bit like him because they were pale. Yeah, what? yeah. Kind of paleish, you if know. He, if Voldemort ran up on me and I had the opportunity to take that man down, I would yes, take that man down. Yes, there you go. All, All right. right. Sorry, I threw you off on that one. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So, but, but you know, um, but later on, you know, we find out that there, there's some sort of programming going mm-hmm. on, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it made me think, well, um, a couple of my favorite uh, authors, uh John Bradshaw talks about otheration, mm. create, making people into the other. Mm. Okay. Um, Robert Bly talks about uh, the idea of uh, color being an, a marker for good or evil, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, white versus black, mm. you know, uh, you know, light versus dark. Right. You know what I mean? So, so um, this really struck a chord with me because I think that so many men don't realize it, but we've kind of been given the Kool-Aid and drank it mm-hmm. too, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now thinking along the terms of, you know, uh, us against them, right. you know, turning people into others. And and I think that's what happens in, in society is that we want to use stereotypes, but we turn it into such negative stereotypes mm-hmm. that we can't allow ourselves to understand that uh, these stereo- stereotypes are not all real and that uh, some people with maybe malintent have given us negative stereotypes mm-hmm. just to believe that people are bad or people are evil or, you know, based on religion, skin color, uh, culture, race, whatever thing they want to attach to it, you know, even region, Right, that these people are a certain way, and that um, and that they're the other. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny because it would be one thing if the stereotype was like, "Hey, humans all have inherent worth and dignity," right? If that was a stereotype that we had, right? Right. Imagine what this world would be if that, like, oh, you know what? Amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that's the first thing that popped in your head, oh man, this is a human. Let me treat him a certain way. Oh man, that dude just cut me off, but he's human. Oh man, they just made me mad, but they're human and they have dignity and they have worth. So let me treat them as such. Like, hey, yeah. I didn't appreciate what you did, or can you just be careful? That oh man, I should have been more careful. If everybody thought that way, it would be anyway. You got me preaching, man. Don't I know? Yeah. But it's good. It's yeah. it's what we need to think, yeah. right? Yeah. What if everyone mm-hmm. was treated with dignity, mm-hmm. and and we th- we thought about that? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, they 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 label these people as roaches. You know, mm-hmm. dirty, diseased, reproducing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in our um, opening there, you could hear him and he's talking about like they got shit in their blood and things like that. And, you know, it's just the way to, uh, degrade people and to turn them into nothing more than, uh, these dirty creatures, you know, roaches. And, you know, now we got to fear them. Mm-hmm. Right. And we see so much of that in our, uh, media today, you know, with, um, people of religion or people of color, you know, that we've got to fear them. And, and now we've kind of, uh, America has, America, and I would really want to say American men, because I think men need to take responsibility for the way they think and get the facts and not get um, sort of indoctrinated mm. into some sort of um, horrible way of thinking, right? Remember, taking taking responsibility for our thoughts, right? right? Yeah. Um, so I say that because we're being bombarded every day with, uh, you know, horrible images and, and that certain 
groups of people are this way and that's the way they're going to be. And so they, they become the enemy and we, we've got to fight against the enemy and, and we do great, great harm to people that way. Right. My, my daily, um, exercise is for me to, when I listen to the news and I'm listening to, let's say something about Syria or something like that is to remember or ISIS is to remember these are people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yes, they may be angry with us. They may um, be against us, but they're people. Mm-hmm. And people have needs. Mm-hmm. And if people ha- had their needs met, maybe they wouldn't be so freaking angry, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if we hadn't done anything to hurt them, maybe they wouldn't have wanted to hurt us. You know, it's yeah. like we have to realize that um, the way we've been trained to think isn't always the right way to right. think. Yeah. You know, it's it's humanity. It's human. You know, these are human beings. Yes, human beings do bad things, mm-hmm. you know, but we have, to, we have to kind of remember that hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. and hurt men hurt men. Mm-hmm. And the reason why most people do bad things is because they've been hurt mm-hmm. and, and now they're reacting. Yeah. And I think that's such an important uh, thing that we have to put into place, especially when it comes to, to the way we think. Mm-hmm. And make sure that we don't uh, stereotype people in a negative way. Yeah, and it's it's crazy if if we had a sense of hey, um, let me get some people around. We talk about it, right? Having a tribe, having a circle of elephants, having people around you that can address these issues, right? Your right. hurts and your pains and your wounds, um, or come see us. Uh, you know, right. we work through that stuff. But the idea is like when you when you isolate yourself into a group of people that think the same way and have the same issues and the same like uh angst and hate and prejudice and whatever you never come out of that thing right Right. because you can validate you know your feelings or your emotions or whatever's going on by having these conversations with these people that be like yeah you're right they are all this way or that person is that way or this group of people is that way as opposed to having someone that can say hey you know, I understand the situation happened, but let's think through, like, was it just that person, you know? Right. Is it everybody that you'll meet that looks like them, that talks like them, that sounds like them? Right. Or is it just an isolated situation? And that's the bigger picture of what's going on with us now and the the blocking the borders off and, da, 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 you know, banning certain countries, bringing people in. I'm all for safety and things of that nature, but when it's just a blanket thing, and maybe it's, it's harder in some situations than it is in others, but I think as an individual, um, it should be very easy for us to... Um, be able to see people for their inherent dignity and their worth and treat them in that manner. Right. Their humanity. Right. Right. And then not allow others to continue to allow us to justify our negativity that's directed towards others. I just, I just think that this is so important because the way we are programmed really does impact our internal lives. Mm -hmm. So if I'm programmed to think that people are inherently bad, Mm -hmm then I'm going to live a life of anxiety, mm. stress, mm-hmm. fear. Mm. You know, th- mm. those just, mm-hmm. those aren't synonymous with mental wellness. Mm. You know, they're not synonymous with feeling zen and peaceful and calm mm-hmm. and compassionate. They're synonymous with disease, mm. right? And so the reason why we look at our belief systems is to understand whether or not they're really bringing peace to our minds or sickness to our minds, okay? So when I did my work way back when, I really had to look at um, some beliefs that I had gotten from religion, some beliefs that I had gotten from my uh, parents, uh, beliefs that I've gotten from society around me, from school. And I had to say, and I actually 
did this little assignment, which is to write out what what do I believe? Mm. And I call it the 50 beliefs assignment, where we actually sit down and do it in in bullet points and just, I believe, dot, 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 Mm. and then what do I believe? And er everything that I can believe, I just purge it out onto paper. And then I look at these beliefs and say, okay, so which of these beliefs are really not causing me a lot or not giving me a lot of peace? Mm. You know, they're causing me anxiety. They're they're stressing me. They're making me depressed, right? Um, and and then I had to target those beliefs and begin to turn those beliefs around and reframe them sometimes and believe them differently. Maybe not um, get rid of them completely, but turn them around and change them a little bit so that I was allowed to think more openly and more compassionately and more lovingly and and more accepting of others and things like that. And and that in itself, I mean, I think that's improved my health immediately Mm -hmm. i lost over 100 pounds in that year um um, you know just getting healthier and living healthier and thinking healthier so um thoughts really do impact our lives and we need to really understand these yeah that's i mean that's proof in the pudding you know it's it's we also underestimate the power of how our thoughts affect us you know Mm -hmm. we talk about physical health and running and jumping and jogging and all that other stuff but I think studies, not I think, but I know science and studies prove over and over again that how you are thinking affect your psychology right. affects your physical. You yes, know what I yes, mean? It can lead to anxiety, can lead to ulcers. I mean, that's what anxiety and stress and all that stuff is. It's usually worry and thoughts and, and ruminating thoughts and things that, that just come over and over and over again that when left undealt with deteriorate our bodies and deteriorate our minds, you know. Right. Um and so the the, the call to action is to do something about that. Right. Yes, exactly. Is, is to figure out how to think differently. Um, and so therefore your body will be better. So how do you think, um, what was his name? Stripe. Uh, Stripe. Yeah. Yes. How do you think he um, came about uh, understanding that he, he was being deceived? Well, I mean, you know, I get to spoil alert. Show, I know. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I, right. to do, I was trying to right. in the intro. I was trying to be real vague about stuff. But no, I mean, he actually, there's a. One of the uh, people, the roaches, creates a machine. Uh, and it's funny because you get all these hints in the show. This is what's great about the show. You have all these hints that, wait a minute, this can't really, 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 really be roaches. Because remember the one scene in the beginning where they go to the town and like, yeah, they stole some food. Then they took some parts out of a machine. And the, and the lady was like, parts out of the machine? Why would they take parts out of a machine? Right. Why would non-human animals or whatever these things are take parts out of a machine, right? So, right. Like, all right, so there's all these breadcrumbs. So there's this a scene where the stripe gets hit with a flash of light that this guy da, has, and what it is, it's a it's a, a machine, a little handheld device, almost like Men in Black, right? You hit the right. button and they forget everything. What happens is it, it's it's a or like Get Out with the flash on the camera. You saw Get Out, right? Right. We got to talk about that someday too. But the flash on the on the machine wipes it blanks uh, or causes the disruption in the mass system that's put into his mind, mm-hmm. and so therefore he uh, he can smell the grass again. He can see things. He's hearing things. Uh, and then it eventually leads to him seeing the roaches as their human form, as what they really are to be seen. Human beings. Human beings. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, it wasn't like some cool psychological thing. Like he just had this cognitive dissonance that he couldn't take anymore. No, it was just <laughs> like he just he woke up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah he got hit with that, that wake up button. So let's 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 talk about some of the beliefs that maybe were given as men. Yeah. And I think that's something that we can really identify. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I mean, just 
you, you want to go race first and then general? You want to go general then race? Yeah, we can do either one. Either you, one. You, all right. Well, I mean, as a as a black man, speaking as all black men, right? That's my job right now to speak for every black man that ever existed. But in my upbringing, I'm I'm learning to not generalize me because I, I'm realizing, man, like black people are 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 what's the word? Um, not stagnant. But the one that's it's a lot. We have a lot of nuances. Diverse. But, uh, and- not diverse is the word, but it's another word that we use. Uh, are static. Is static the word? I don't know, whatever no. the word is. It's early. But there's there's a diversity that comes to uh, men as well as men of the same ethnicities that if media allows you to tell the story, we're all the same. And so I bought into that idea growing up that I had to be a certain way. right? Okay. And we've talked about it on other shows. I had to be um, and growing up in the city, so I had to be tough. Um, I couldn't let nobody take advantage of me. I couldn't let people talk to me a certain way. Um, I had to be... Uh, physically strong like my masculinity was based on me being physically stronger than somebody else and then dominating other people when i could or taking advantage of those um that were weak um in certain instances that i was uh, less than you know whether it was intelligence um whether it was just humanity like hey you know there's a phrase you don't know you're black until somebody tells you um and right. i think most black people have that experience uh, americans i can say um, right and i think mine came Ooh, what grade was I? Uh, man, it was early on, probably first or second grade. Um, and then a, another awareness when I was 12, it really hit home. We were traveling in the south in Florida, getting on a turnpike, and my mom was trying to get some gas, and the guy wouldn't give us money. And this is 1992, right? He wouldn't take wow. my mom's money to get gas and just let all the white patrons come and do whatever, and he just ignored her like she wasn't oh standing God. there. On a turnpike. Horrible. And, right, and you got to get gas because right. you know, it's a turnpike, right? Um. So, you know, having those experiences and being taught certain things and whether it's, um, I don't know, I think that, I mean, that pretty much covers the most bases. But, you know, our, our masculinity as black males not taking into account certain sensitivities, d- disposition as far as personality. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a hooper. I'm not going to be a football player. I'm not an athlete. I'm not an actor. I'm not an entertainer. Like, I, I'm a psychologist. Like, this is what I do. Right. But let media tell it and let society as a whole tell it there's certain ways and things that we're supposed to do and that's all we're supposed to do and so i bought into that for a long time until i realized at 30 shoot it might have been 34 35 yeah that i was like yo i'm not what society has made me to believe i am right okay probably if it hadn't been for this field that i paid money to (laughs) become a part of right right right. uh, and these books i have to read i might not have had that epiphany you know can you imagine 30 some years before you realize like yo like no i'm I'm an individual, and I don't have to be Tupac. I don't have to be this person or that person. I can be me, be comfortable in my skin, right. think the way I think, act the way I act, dress the way I dress, walk the way I walk, talk the way I talk, and it's acceptable. And that's was a hard pill to swallow. So that's so that's somewhat like this movie where mm-hmm. you know finally the mass, mm-hmm. the programming starts to break down, mm-hmm. and you start to see the Come light, on. right? Come you on. start to see through it, yeah. and you go, okay, I've been lied to. Yep. I've been deceived. I've been told I'm supposed to be this way, and it's not the truth, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I work with Asians. Um, uh, I worked in the Korean community and the Chinese community for 20 years mm-hmm. um, in New York City, and um, you know, uh, I have some. Sometimes I have some humor, humorous uh, uh, Facebook posts that guys that used to work with me and know me uh, would put down. They'll say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Asian." but I suck at math. Wow. Right. Right, right, Like, you know, like the whole stereotype. And I used to really get angry with, um, teachers in, uh, you know, I worked with some big, large, uh, New York city high schools and, um, 
the teachers would assume, well, you're you're Korean, you're Chinese, you could you can do math, right? right? And and you know this whole um, stereotype around they're smart, they're capable. You know, I know that Harvard had an issue with a lot of Asian students um, applying to Harvard, and then they 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 had a whole quota issue going on for. Uh, quite a few years back in the early, maybe late '90s, early 2000s, and um, but that's that stereotype that okay, they're supposed to be s- smart, super right. smart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for white America and you know uh, middle America, um, if you're a guy and you don't have a truck, you're not a man. <laughs> no truck, no man. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know that that these are these little tidbits, you know that you know we're told that we have to act like or believe like, you know, so, um, or if you're going to be a successful rich, you know, you got to have the big house and you got to have the, you know, the, the, the wife, two children and a cat and a dog and, you know, and a certain kind of car and you got to drive a certain, you know, um, you know, vehicle. So, you know, we're all fed this crap and who's, who's, you know, who's, uh, saying, Hey, why do I believe this? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, some parts of religion and I'm going to I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, I, I was in that world for a yeah, while. Yeah. I'm, you know, like name it and claim it kind of on, um, religion. Please, and, please. Um, you know, if you don't if you know, if you have a lot of money, God is with you. Yeah. And if you don't have a lot of money and you're poor, God is not with He's you. Not with you. Come that on, is man. just such yeah. bullshit. Yes, OK, I'm sorry. You all know, of it. it is. All of it. Yeah. And, and that, I think, impacted uh, some some people's um, view, political views yeah. this past election, you know, it's like, you know, um, well, they're really wealthy. They must have God with them. You know, it's like <laughs> seriously, for, forget the morals, right, forget right. the behaviors, yeah, yeah. forget all the things that we would just like um, draw back in horror yeah. if if yeah. the person was poor. Yeah. Right. But so, so it's so funny. I just so I didn't mean to cut you off, but this but is that's OK. Point that's that, right. uh, there's this book I had to read for a class I was taking called The Mayflower and it was talking about. Uh, you know, the Mayflower trip or whatever. But there was a point in time where because these white settlers were coming and doing what they did to these Native Americans, they like this one guy was a Squanto. I think it was Squanto. He was trying to manipulate the system and kind of be, become the head uh, head Native American in charge. There's another term that black folks use, H-N-I-C. Those are, that are listening, they know what that is. Okay. I will not say it on the air. But he was trying to be the head honcho, right? And so when he was dying, he said, hey, I forget the person pray for me so that I get to go to your heaven because it's clear to me that your God is, you know, the God that's winning. Right oh, now. no. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and wow. so it's kind of that same thing. Right. So if somebody's taking advantage of you, getting over on you, has all the power, has the biggest weapons and you don't realize it's just they just got better weapons. Right. And is uh, figuring out a way to get the best of you. The assumption can be made that your God must be the God because. Right. Clearly, the God that I'm praying to or worshiping or the stuff that I'm doing ain't working because you won right now. You know what I'm right, saying? And right. so that 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 just struck a light bulb for me. Like, wow, I guess people do really think like that, man. That's you know what I mean? Right. So huh. it's a you know. So now we're going to compare gods, right, and right. and your God must be better than my God right. because I'm I'm living in a poor neighborhood and you're living in a <laughs> right. in a rich neighborhood. Right, so right. so you know these are the kind of things that we need to challenge our beliefs around. You mm-hmm. know, it's like why did why do I believe that? Yeah, you yeah, know, of yeah. course, you know we want we want people to be healthy and we want people to have their needs met. And, yeah. and, you know, there's a certain level of prosperity, I suppose that yeah. is needed in the world just to keep things going. But, and, and, but to, to believe that I'm better than you because I have more than you yeah. 
or that I um, that I have a certain skin color than yeah. you. These are the th- beliefs that we've been fed in society. And psychologically for men, if we buy into this stuff, it just destroys us. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you may think you live in a nice, quiet neighborhood, but you know what? If you can't deal with the rest of life, then um, you really don't have courage. You don't have confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, your anxiety is going to go through the roof. And if things change a little bit, if the stock market goes down, you're going to be depressed, yeah. right? Yeah. So these are the things that, you know, these are the beliefs that we kind of build our minds with. And then when things shake it up a bit, you know, we come tumbling down and crashing. Yeah. And, and that's where I see men coming into the office and they they thought that they were living the 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 life you know close to God and mm-hmm. and you know and doing the American thing, yeah. and they're they're burnt out, mm-hmm. depressed, no longer looking at their wives, mm-hmm. looking at other women because they need comfort yeah. and their validation you know, validation yeah. because they've gotten all of their uh, values screwed up by following mm-hmm. what the Wall Street Journal tells them that they need to follow mm-hmm. right so. This is why mental health is so important for men, because we got to look at why do I believe this stuff? Um, you know, it, it takes me into you know I've I've worked with guys in the in the Marines and and the military um, young guys and you know it's it's that whole thing especially with um, this this show is that um, psychologically we can do a lot to tear a person down and build them back up. So, you know, the whole military psychology is to, you know, take away the self-identity and to create a group identity, Mm. right? And that, you know, um, and I'm not saying that this stuff is all bad. However, what it does is it decays the person's own uh, sense of moral right and wrong, Mm. and they begin to do groupthink. We begin to follow the the crowd, Mm -hmm. and ultimately... Um, they're not told to. They're not able to think for themselves. They're told how to think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Religion does the same thing. Yeah, I agree. If if you have somebody up there every week telling you this is the way you can get close to God and this is how you should think and behave, then uh, you know, and, and he's up there representing this, um, uh, you know, super being. Right. Um, then he must know something more than I, right, I know. Right, right. That's you know? the default. Yeah. And, and, and so they must have something I don't have, mm-hmm. right? And I call it secret knowledge. Everyone has secret knowledge. But the, typically what we do is we look at someone's external uh, conditioning. You know, if they drive a nice car mm-hmm. and they go to a, a, a super mega church mm-hmm. and, you know, the, he's at the top of the pulpit yeah. and, you know, he's preaching this stuff, he must, he's the top dog. Yeah. So he must have known something mm-hmm. I didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. So therefore I'm going to Ooh. yield, yield to him right Wait a minute. never never check my thinking and never check his thinking for forget that he's had a fight with his wife right, right. and and probably yelled at his children yeah, on yeah. the way to church yeah. right yeah. and and you know they're not happy and the, and she's ready to, to to divorce him yeah. and believe me i've seen this because i was in that community for many years okay yeah. so but so this is the same thing that happens with we talked about it before when you said your people your corn huskers that voted against yeah. their own best interest right oh this guy trump we had eight years of this black guy. We got this guy, Trump, who's the top of the food chain, billionaire, right. supposedly, da 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 all these different things. I could be like him, 
because I should be like him because we look the same, right? Right, right. So what, what happens is, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy into his rhetoric because he must be the top dog. Right, right? He exactly. must have the secret knowledge. He must have the keys to success because that wasn't rhetoric. Like, yo, he has, he he's a great businessman, so therefore he'll be able to turn the country around again. Like, you know, it's just all these different things. Again, this is an anti-Trump show. We're just I'm just looking at the observations of the world, Of the right? psychology. And yeah, the psychology yeah. and the landscape, and we're just making observations. Right. Whether it's church in the pulpit, whether it's the top, uh, the top seat in America, you know, as as you know, as a I guess the top political seat. I don't know what the president, the top, just the top man, right? Yeah, yeah I guess you're the so. president, you're yeah. the number one, right? So whatever it is that we look at, these people that are in these positions of authority, of privilege, of whatever, and we assume that because they're there, what they did, what they believe, what they say is the right thing, and we're in droves follow that, right? Right. Blind without questioning, without questioning, you know, and so. And and even in denial, yeah. I mean, when you know we can see things that are, we would know that are bad mm-hmm. if it wasn't if it wasn't for the position yeah. that these these behaviors and these words and these uh, these actions are yeah. just you know abhorrent, yeah. and um, and and we would call anyone else out on yeah. it. But when we think, well, this top dog, you know, he he is on top, and 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 he's doing these things, it must be okay, must be okay. right? Yeah. And so. You know, again, it's just common sense, you know, psychology. Mm-hmm. It's just um, really challenging the way we think yeah. and opening our eyes and saying, okay, well, maybe I don't know the truth. You know, one of the things that I've experienced because I love I love culture, um, I have, um, you know, been to other countries as, as you have, mm-hmm. and... Um, I don't go there assuming that, you know, the American way is the only way. <laughs> you you are very few. You are I know, few. I know. It's yeah. called um there is a condition called mm. ugly American mm. and I've seen it on other Americans abroad. Wow. That, you know, well, why don't you have air conditioning? We have air conditioning, <laughs> you know, you know, why doesn't you know, why right. don't you drive on the right, right side of the road instead right. of you know, like you know, all that mm. crap. You know, it's yeah. like you know, um l- life is diverse and uh, the world is diverse and humanity is diverse enough to have all kinds of cultures. And so, you know, understanding that my way isn't the only way. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't know enough about uh, a certain group of people. So before I, you know, make a lot of judgments, again, that's the, the whole judgment piece with um, our, our psychology. Um, usually if we're critical of ourselves, we're going to be critical of others. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we're, you know, you know, uh, so we go and we criticize group of people instead of actually getting to know a group of people mm-hmm. and understanding why people think the way they do and why they behave the way they do and really just getting into it. You know, um, I loved being in Senegal, Africa, and um, meeting the people and going out into the villages and just really eating with uh, individuals and families. And, and I was just so honored by their presence and their love and their grace. And they were just wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and I just thought, okay, uh, you know, we have so, so many stereotypes of, of Africa. Mm-hmm. We have so many stereotypes when I lived in Korea of, of Asia, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, we, we kind of compare and think we're the best. And, right. you know, that again is that psychology of, I've got to be on top. I've got to be the top dog. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is all programming, by the way, if you're listening, yes. Yes. okay, you've been yeah. programmed. Yeah. And you got to understand that that programming is, you know, you know, we do things out of habit. We're creatures of habit. Um, 
And so you think, well, okay, well, it's got me, I'm, I'm safe and alive so far. I guess it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of things. If we would just change our way of thinking, we'll still keep us safe and alive, but healthier, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What's the difference? Well, you could be safe and alive and absolutely miserable and yeah. very sick, yeah. right? Or you can be safe and alive and happy and in peace, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, full of compassion and love. Mm-hmm. That's what we really want people to really get a hold of here right yeah so it's okay so look at your programming yeah yeah but how can but how can how can i be happy if i'm not getting over on someone or if i'm not besting them or if i don't have more money if i don't have more toys like if we all have the same stuff and we're all living good how how, how does this work and that's the dilemma that i find myself having to struggle with like yo like this is what the problem is with i don't know if it's society i don't know if it's our culture i don't know if this is how it is in other places that don't have communal living when you're in such an individualistic society we buy into these things our programming tells us that in order to be better you have to have more look better dress flyer and look down on those that don't have it as opposed to making sure that they have a piece of the pie too you know that right. was a random moment you know what i'm saying right. something i just thought about but that's that's a, a further indictment on us as people and like why is that a thing you know what i'm saying like why is this well we've kind of been i think we've been given the success psychology um and I think that a lot of that came through advertising, mm-hmm. through um, mm-hmm. okay. uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can we can build it better, we can make it bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my father uh, for many years was a machinist, and um, and 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 I'm proud of his uh, profession. And so you know, he said that um, America made this really really small uh, drill bit, mm-hmm. right? And they thought it was the smallest drill bit that, that was ever made, right? Mm-hmm. And they sent it to Germany, and the Germans drilled a hole down the middle of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, said, man. And, you know, yeah. like, you know, so it, it's that attitude that, okay, we're the best, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And um, uh, we're the best, and we can do better, and yeah. – um, and, and yeah, I know it's it's a nice thing. It feels good when your team is winning, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also value in not winning, right? Right. right? Learning a lesson, learning and growing, player, and right? you know, like, yeah. um, and and so I think it's so important that we just understand that um, this success psychology that we've gotten has made us really sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it just becomes a giant pissing contest. You know what right. I mean? Like you got a bunch of dudes that aren't. They weren't, uh, what's the podcast we had? They weren't um, initiated, right? Right. Uh, they d- probably didn't have good mentors, probably didn't go to their own, uh, you know, just just cycles of things that are necessary to become good men. And then you have those are the ones in power and those are the ones sending build drill bits to each other. You know right, right. Exactly. Like, how am I a bit smaller than yours? I guess you're supposed to be bigger. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, and just doing these things to where it's like the arms race, the Cold War. We got to get the space first. Like, for what? Like, all of these things that don't mean anything or that are going to lead to our destruction, we want to be the first in. We want to be better in. We want to be, you know, better at. And it's just like, yo, like, these uninitiated dudes, man, If it, they just need to get their priorities in order and we wouldn't have the, everybody wouldn't have to suffer, right, at the hands of those, the few that are in power because of their issues and their identity, identity crisis. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So that's wild. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm a geek, yeah. and so I like um, CERN. You know, mm-hmm. um, CERN. Uh, you know, United States had the chance, the chance to build the biggest and the best um, uh, collider, mm-hmm. right? A particle collider, so that we could do what CERN is doing over in in uh, Switzerland, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, but um, and there's some big scenes, uh, 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 videotapes of, of Republican and congressmen getting up there and saying, we don't need to spend that money. You know, mm-hmm. um, we don't need that knowledge and things like that. And so the Europeans took it over and they said, OK, we'll do it. And, you know, what they get out of it is uh, there's over 10,000 scientists working together. Um, every language of the planet is is in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, the the expertise and the knowledge and the and and all of that coming together and these people are beating a poop out of us yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, as yeah. far as science now yeah, yeah. and we're lagging behind just because a few guys who want to be thumpers yeah, yeah. you know of a book um just don't want to look at yeah, science and yeah. and you know so we lose out on the technology mm-hmm. well one of them said well we can just steal it from them once <laughs> once they get it all you know right, and i'm right. like okay you know yeah. that we just degenerate into yeah. you know mindless little this you is know. so funny, man. Everything you say, I keep having these epiphanies. So think about like Rogue One and all these different movies and TV shows. Why is it that the scientists are all the ones that are always smart, right? And they have the capability to make these bombs, make these weapons, whatever. But they're always getting bullied by the bully. Like I know. If the scientists just got together and, and got a little backbone and said, hey, we're not going to take this anymore. They wouldn't have to build weapons of math destruction. They wouldn't have to do all these right. things because the guy with the big stick that barks loud, who's probably a broken little boy on the inside. Right. And if he got somebody put towards him what he's given out he'd cower right but it's it's just so funny like you see it over and over and over and over again where you have these people that that have the intelligence you know what i mean that right. potentially could, should, should be the ones and if our cultures were reversed right and i think it comes from like barbarian times where you know the strongest guy was the guy that can get everybody to do their bidding and if if people just woke up to that like, if I had known that when I was a kid, when I was smaller than everybody else, I just used my mouth to get me out of trouble or to get me in trouble. But right. if I just used my intellect and wit to where I got, I would have the biggest guys be my friends so that they could take care of my lightweight, right, when we had <laughs> right. problems. But instead of just, like, figuring out how to make this thing work, and not necessarily get over, but maybe that's where I'm going with this, but just so it didn't have to be where I had to get bullied or had to be in situations where those with more power were uh, making things problematic for me. I could have just used my mind for good and came up with something. You know what I'm saying? Right. A system, a, a device. I don't know anything that could kind of like, hey, man, I'm going to win this situation. Right. But it, I don't know. That was just a random tangent. But it's just like one of those things where you see like the rich and the powerful become that way because the people who have sense enough to do something about what they're doing don't. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Um, and, and – or they don't, or they're not made that way. It's like the wiring of a scientist. Like, hey, I'm just doing this for the sake of discovery, and I want things to be better, and I want to clear up these greenhouse effects, and I want to not frack, and I want to, you know what I'm saying? Not make de- the planet a better right, place right, right, to right, live. Right. Right. They just want to make it livable, but then you get the the vultures that are like, oh, I can make a dollar off of this, right? right? And then those that say, I can make power, I can get power from the people making the dollar off the people making the world a better place, right? You know what exactly. I mean? And this is a wild place we live in. I know. This is, this is crazy. Right. Right. This is crazy. Right. Maybe the oh, man. maybe the definition of mental um, instability. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I think this is. Uh, you're probably listening to us mm-hmm. and thinking, well, you know, you guys are really having fun today. <laughs> well, we are, and you know, our shows are meant to um, challenge mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. and to maybe say, okay, we, we all got work to do, mm-hmm. and we all need to change the way we mm-hmm. think. And and so, yeah, we're doing our work. You know, I do my work. I know you do your work yes, uh, on 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 ourselves. Yeah. Um, but 
it's so important to realize that if we don't do this work, that um, we're the one paying the price for it. Like when I, when I was 38 and I started doing my work on me mm-hmm. and, and really challenging the way I was thinking and decided that I, I could actually choose how to think. I could think healthier thoughts. I could have a better attitude about my life. I could reframe. I could um, maybe dig a little deeper and understand people a little bit better so that I wouldn't stereotype them in a certain way, right? Um, And I just generally changed the way I thought about the world around me. My life absolutely became better. I was 100 pounds overweight. Um, I couldn't lose three pounds in 10 years of dieting. As soon as I did my own therapy and my own work on myself, um, the, the pounds came off because I was no longer emotionally eating. Mm-hmm. I was no longer, you know, um, retaining. Um, I, I just think that the stress in our bodies when we're so stressed by the way we think. Mm-hmm. Unconscious people don't have stress. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you're in a coma, you're not stressed. Right, right, okay. Right, right, right. So the moment you're conscious and awake, and if you're thinking a certain way, mm-hmm. and if that thinking stresses you, then it's hurting your body, mm-hmm. right? And I knew that it was hurting my body, and my body immediately responded when I started doing my own um, rearranging my thinking, mm-hmm. and uh, I lost the weight, and I got healthier, mm-hmm. and I've stayed healthy that whole time. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm just saying there's a, there are physical ramifications of the way we think, and also the way by changing and challenging our thoughts and getting better thoughts that we can get healthier. I, I agree. All right, so we're approaching the back end of the show, right? right. Um, so we have some takeaways. Um, before that, was there any like last minute like TV show parallels to real life or anything that you wanted to kind of throw out there? Well, did you have an idea? Because I, I did. Okay, I do. Well, I was just thinking through. Again, this show is so great. The writers are brilliant. I think they might just watch TV and get their ideas from like what's really going on in the world. Okay. You know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to having these abstract thoughts. But I I look at you know, the way they, we talked about it, they took the, you know, program the people, put in the chips in their mind, didn't allow the troops to see the roaches for themselves, what they really are, the people. And the real reason as they get into it in the TV show is that because the DNA supposedly that's in these people, the roaches, comes diseases, comes, you know, what is the MS, uh, cancer, cancer, low you know, IQ, all these right. different things. So it's just modern day eugenics, right? Right. So the same things they used to do to African Americans back in the day, same things that Hitler was trying to do with the Jews. So, you know, with, uh, ethnic cleansing in Bosnia, all these things that have right. happened over time and time again because of these supposed, um, deficiencies in people right Right. now they're just saying oh it's in their dna so now they're trying to use science to prove that these people these particular people uh, have these flaws um and they're going about trying to eradicate them like is that a call that we can make as people is that a call that you should be able to make right like because somebody has is genetically predisposed according to whoever's telling you this information they could be lying right right um to have certain diseases to have certain issues they they shouldn't be allowed to live Right. They shouldn't be allowed to procreate. They shouldn't be allowed to enjoy life as you enjoy life. And I think it's a bigger idea of of what eugenics means to the world. Like somebody has decided that because of whatever factors you don't exist, you shouldn't exist and you're not important. And we have to do something about that. We Again, it's a part of programming. It's, it's a part of changing our mindset. But we have to know um, when we're being played. And I think the, the a good piece about the mass system, um, it, it kills your your consciousness. 
You yes. know, they, they have the scene where they talk about military people and not wanting to fire their weapons or missing or being afraid to kill people or coming back from more psychologically broken and damaged, probably because of killing people. Like, right. this is not something you wake up inside. I'm going to start killing people. You know right. what I mean? There's right. some psychology and some psychological implications to war and to wars. And so all they're trying to do is get the perfect soldier to do what they need him to do to do this eugenics project so that people don't have to get their hands dirty and that's what the beginning quote is about when we opened up the show mm -hmm. the people back home aren't going to do it the regular citizens aren't going to do it we need somebody some super soldiers that are going to go and do our bidding and again it's about the powerful and the rich doing what they think that needs to be done so that the masses have to suffer because of the decisions they make um and i think for me it's just uh, making sure that we don't fall into those traps. But again, it's about being conscious. If you don't do your 50 questions, if I don't, you know what I'm saying, have my epiphanies about what it means to be a man and what it means to be a black man, especially, or this particular black man. Right. Um, We don't come to those epiphanies. Right. Right. And at the end of the show, the man is like, you know what? He's presented with the idea of, hey, you can be blind and I'm going to replay the scene of you killing somebody over and over and over and over and over again and you're it for the rest of your life. Or you can get back, get your programming back right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And ultimately, he chooses to go back under the programming because it's easier to kind of deal with that life, you know, and not have to be reminded of his, his flaws. And that's the scary part, because that's where we we may know that we're being programmed through the media. Mm -hmm. And what we choose to do is to ignore it mm -hmm. or, well, it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it'll it'll get better. And and we go into denial. Mm -hmm. Right. And and we become deluded. Mm -hmm. We really do. Mm -hmm. um, deluded is to to be really detached from reality. It's not. It we may think our reality is one way when it's another way, mm -hmm. and and so we may live and think as though it's one one way, mm -hmm. but you know, again, it's it's just not reality. Mm -hmm. And so, what I've learned to do for myself is to. Number one, you know, I I practice cave. I've talked about it in mm -hmm. other programs, but I want to bring it here because. I got to remember, cave, C-A-V-E, be a caveman. Mm -hmm. This is a cool thing to do. Um, be a man of compassion. Remember that everybody has pain. Remember that human beings are human beings. That everyone has pain and people behave out of pain. When I was working with gang members, I knew that these were kids in pain. They weren't bad people. They were kids in pain, right? And and so understanding that I have pain, you have pain, we all have pain, and that that's what makes us human. Accept people. You know, look at people for who they really are. Don't don't let the media tell you who they are. Mm -hmm. Find out who they are. Ask questions. You know, I think that's so important. Um, validate. Really look for the feelings. Validate the feelings. Uh, that's the V. Um, look for the feelings. Understand that people have feelings. Uh, people, again, we talked about hurt people hurt people, mm -hmm. right? Um, there are some real serious feelings there. We need to maybe... Look at the other side. You know, um, I started looking at um, uh, the, the middle middle America uh, during this election just to understand that there are some poor people out there that feel afraid. And that's why they they went with the rich guy, you know. Um, but, you know, I wanted to understand their feelings and what was what they were going through. And then E, empathize. Learn to put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm -hmm. And what would you do? If you were in, the, you know, if you were being uh, attacked, mm -hmm. what would you do if you were your your children were being killed? How would you feel? What would you do? Mm -hmm. You know, 
um, I think about it myself, you know, like if anybody I love was hurt, what would I do? And, and uh, you know, it, it, it comes out. It says, okay, maybe I, who wouldn't do the same thing, right? Okay. And if you think you're um, above and beyond that, well, you haven't really had life hit you yet, mm-hmm. okay? So, you know, I just look at it at, like that. I got to really stay in that cave mode mm-hmm. and understand um, uh that the news is trying to tell me one thing and I got to keep it real. Mm-hmm. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so for my, for my takeaway, um, I think it just goes to show kind of, as I alluded to in what I was just talking about, like, Hey, character, integrity, what you do when nobody's looking, you know, and the opportunities and the, the things that present themselves to us and the choices that we make Stri- stripe had the opportunity like, Hey, you did some terrible things, although it wasn't your fault because of your programming, right? right. This literally wasn't his fault. He right. saw things that weren't an actual. He heard things that weren't the actual things. Gave him an excuse, though, right. too. Right, 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 right. And so when he was presented with the idea of, hey, you can go back under your programming or you can live the rest of your life having to deal with and see and remember the images of the innocent people you killed and so on and so forth. Um, and he chose to go back under the programming. I mean, I can't blame him in this situation, but at some point in times, hopefully the d- decisions that we have to make aren't as dire and severe as his. Right. But I do think sometimes people, men especially, choose to go back under programming or to believe lies or to believe things that aren't sh- same thing twice, lies or untruths right. um, for the sake of doing what's easiest, right? And to not build relationships with other people and to not have to seek out truth and to not have to understand people better uh, because it's, it's just an, it's, it's, it's what we do. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. social psychology teaches that when you present somebody with facts, they dig even deeper and their heels dig even, sink even further to to believe the prejudices, the stereotypes and the things that aren't true because that's our, our mind and our body's natural way of responding to things that make us have to feel as if, oh, shoot, maybe I'm wrong or I shouldn't feel that way or I shouldn't think a certain way instead of being like, oh, man, you're right. Shoot, I guess that's not the way to do things. You know what right, I mean? And right. it's, it's a humbling that comes with being presented with facts and information to make you think through things differently. And I think that's where we come in because people are, especially in America, aren't wired that way. They're right. wired the opposite of that. Believe what you believe, stand by your guns, hell of high water, what your mama taught you, what your grandpa taught you, what the, the media teaches you is the truth. The right. alternative facts are real, and we stick, we stick to that, and we're not doing ourselves a favor. Right. So, so my thing is like, hey, be a man of integrity, be a man of a character, fight hard, resist the temptation to fall into the status quo, resist the temptation to go back into programming if you become an awakened to right. the truths of things. Right. Um and and to be, you know, upstanding citizens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that was good. Mm-hmm. So we've had a really What about you, man? You got a takeaway too, uh, well, man. Well, I thought I gave a takeaway. No, you didn't do your takeaway. I, well, man. okay. All right. So know what you believe yeah. and why you believe it, yeah. and is it healthy for you? There so, you I, so a simple thing is, you know, I might ask a guy, mm-hmm. so what do you believe? And he'll tell me, and I'll say, how's that working for you, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. if it's not working for you, and it doesn't make you happy, yeah. it makes you anxious, yeah. it makes you nervous, mm-hmm. uh, makes you believe that everyone's against you, makes you believe that the world is a bad place yeah. and an evil place to live in, and you're afraid of everybody, mm-hmm. it's probably not very healthy there you go there right you go. There so you go. let's change those thoughts yeah. right and thoughts are changeable yeah. by the way um i would rather choose the way i want to think rather than have someone tell me how to think come on okay come on all right yeah yeah, yeah. oh i got a chill on that one yeah okay. i gotta yeah. write that right. down what did you say i'd rather i'd rather 
choose the way I think yes. than have someone tell me how to think. There you go. Right? I like that. And when I choose how to think, I look at, you know, I don't like in the social psychology piece, mm-hmm. I thought that was neat. I, I don't just dig in simply because someone presents me with the facts. I go look for the facts. There you okay? go. See? All right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I don't have to be challenged with the facts. Yeah. I want to know the facts. Right. All right. That's yeah. the difference in a healthy mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to know the facts. Let me find out the facts. I don't, I'm not certain you're telling me the facts and, or maybe you're putting a spin on the facts. So yeah. I'm going to go look, do my own research yeah. and find out what the real facts are. Yeah. And then I'm going to choose to believe based on that, you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm not going to just be spoon fed thoughts here. Well. Wake up, people. Right, wake that's, up. That's what we wake here to up. do. Wake your ass up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, It was an old Ice Cube song. Be woke. Right. Yeah, that's it. Be woke, man. And so that's what we're trying to do. A Myths and Men is about taking what we see, what we hear, what we read, sucking out the nuggets of psychology, truth, men's right. health, men's psychology, and regurgitating those things back to y'all. Yeah. Um, and I think today, I keep saying I think, it's it's my own self-doubt, right? I know today's show had, was full of fun facts, was full of amazingness, but there's some serious stuff in here. Right, absolutely. Um, we, you know, as men, we get all kind of programming, we get all kind of conditioning, we, you know, strong, strength, fight, fuss, cuss, all of that stuff. But some people just want to be scientists. Yeah. Some people just want to know how things work. Some people just want to know how bees pollinate flowers. You know what right, I mean? Right, They're not weaker. They just have different interests. And we gotta stop. Gotta stop letting bullies bully us. We gotta step. Stop letting people in power rule us. Right. If we don't like, especially or program or us. program us. Right. Especially in the society we live in, in America, we right. have that option not to let that happen. We can vote people out. We can vote people in. Whatever. Right. Um, and we have to take a more concerted effort to um, just be in charge of the information that we that we believe and we yes, take in. Absolutely. Right. Do some more research. Yeah. All right. All right. Good show. Okay. Well, that's it, man. Well, I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this has been Of Myths and Men. Thank you for listening to Of Myths and Men podcast. If you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our contact phone number is 770-674-0553. You can also reach us via email at contact at ofmythsandmen.com. That's contact at of. M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Our web address is of ofmythsandmen.com. And again, that's spelled O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Thank you for listening.